the Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on peace on earth, peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard, as it had been told them. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas to all. May this Christmas season be a time of great joy for all of you as you are with family and friends. But may it also be a deep sense for you of God's presence in your life. This is the season when we remember that God loved us so much that God was willing to come and live among us, to be one of us, to experience the joys and the sorrows of human life. And for that, we give thanks this night. Well, I wonder why you are here. Some of you are here because uh, you're compelled to be here. Now, it's not the first time that's happened to some of us, but I think that many are here because they have come home. For some, this is home. They've come back from college or from being away working or adults with their families coming back to the home where they grew up and to be there on this special night and the days that follow. But I think all of us in some way are coming home this night. It is a returning, a homecoming. And for many of us, it is a homecoming in our memory. Some of those memories of Christmases past are good. Some of them are difficult. And it seems that almost always they're bittersweet. But tonight we have those memories and we hold them dear and they are a part of us 
And they're part also, I believe, of how we understand the holy. In many ways, Christmas is a homecoming for us. But for, for the holy family at that first nativity, it was anything but a homecoming. Now, it's true that they had gone on to Bethlehem, the uh, ancestral home of Joseph, uh, the city of David. But it was not their home. Their home was in Nazareth. So they had to leave their home and travel quite a distance for that time and finally come to Bethlehem. Now, one can imagine that their trip was not an easy one. They were not people with uh, a lot of money. They didn't have power. They didn't have influence. And they were dependent upon perhaps whatever an extended family member could offer them in the way of accommodation. Because that small town of Bethlehem had swelled so much as people had come from great distances, perhaps, in order to return for the census. And it was there in that place that the one we call Jesus the Christ was born. Can you imagine how someone who is a refugee might hear that story or someone who is an immigrant or anyone who finds him or herself desperate because of the circumstances of birth or economy or politics or the dominance of a system? I think they hear that story very differently than we hear it. And I think for them it rings very true. No place to sleep. Not even a decent place to have a baby. I have also wondered how Joseph felt as they went through this experience. He certainly felt a great deal of responsibility for his young bride who was so near to delivery. And he had responsibility for her to protect her. But yet they had no choice but to make this perilous trip. And somehow she was able to do it. They traveled with many others and finally came to that place where Jesus would be born. But they were ordinary people in extraordinary circumstances. They may have had some sense of the blessing that she bore, but I think there may have also been some doubt, some wondering. And I've often uh, rejoiced in the fact that Scripture offers us opportunities to see those who are close to Jesus and the reality that they doubted from time to time. They wondered about, could this be true? And we know from the Scriptures that there were times when Jesus' immediate family did not really understand his calling. That helps me when I find myself doubting. And I hope that will help you as well. But Jesus has made a difference in their lives. And as time went on, it became clear who he was and what he meant to all of humanity. One of the many wonders of the story of the nativity is that God used very ordinary people, people on the edge of society, to be a part of the account, to be a part of that experience that God becomes present with us in flesh. You heard in the account that was read from Luke about the shepherds being there as witnesses. I'm sure that a number of you know that shepherds were not to be trusted in that uh, society in those days. A shepherd's word meant nothing. And yet they were the ones who were chosen to come to be witnesses of the birth of Jesus. What we celebrate tonight is God getting involved in human history.
And that's hard for us to accept, I think, on many levels. But it helps when we realize that it is also God affirming that the most concrete way that God could could love us was to come and be among us. God affirms that humanity is good and that God's creation is good as well. And it is worthy of God to be here in flesh and blood. It is God coming in obscurity and dying and rising in triumph. It is God in solidarity with those who count for nothing in human terms. It is God appearing in places we would never expect. It is God loving us in ways that we could never imagine. One of the challenges of the Christian life is holding together the eternal and the temporal, the infinite and the finite. And Christmas, I think, reminds us that the infinite comes to us in the finite. God comes to us in the joy of family and friends, in the joy of music and art and our labor. God gives us the joy that we experience in the pleasures of this season. And the beauty of the season speaks of the wonder of God's love. We also experience the infinite in the community coming together to worship, the community gathered to pray, to sing, and to celebrate the Eucharist together and share in communion. For tonight, Christ is present with us in the Eucharist and in the community gathered as the word is read and proclaimed. Christ is present here. May God be praised this holy night. And may you be blessed with the knowledge that God loves you. God loves you. And that's why God came in flesh on this night. To be with us and to share our life with us. Amen. Amen.